This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting betterhelp.com slash yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. Today is July 25th. America has been free from the damn British for 242 years in one day, and the Yankees beat the Braves. They came over, said, get off our land, moved them to Oklahoma, and won two games and lost one game. We're going to talk all about it. Let's talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy Jake. Caps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. I said I wouldn't do the whole Yankees Braves things, but then I did it. You did it. Yeah. You're a history guy. I'm a history guy. Didn't want to do it. Maybe you did it in one of your burns. The ultimate laugh from the past, the Boston Tea Party. <laughs> we should do that on Laughs from the Past. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, down the Jersey Shore. I had a blast 4th of July down here. Best spot to be, in my opinion, for myself. In and the I'm, world? In my opinion. For myself, okay. in my opinion, for myself, Jake. For myself, I like that. In my opinion, for myself. I don't care where you want to be. For myself should be a phrase that people, I think I want to get into. Well, a lot of times people like to act like you're talking on behalf of someone else. They're like, right. oh, I disagree. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm talking about myself. I like that movie. Shut yeah. up. Knock yourself out. You like that band? Good. They are a good band for you. Yes. They're not my favorite band, and that's okay. Like, dude, you smell terrible for my nose. Come on. That's a little stretch. And I got my co-host Jake here from Denver. Probably a terrible place to be for wow. 4th of July. For my own opinion, like, Denver does not scream, yeah, America, to me. So, I mean, with that being your criteria, so you think you'd have fun in, like, the heart of Texas? Just going, yeah, this is America? There's spots of Texas I think have a better Fourth of July than Denver on the, yeah, on the surface that's area. Fair. You'd be surprised. Denver's got Midwest. Denver's got a. Denver's got some heart to it. But I mean, yeah, it was that. I wouldn't say your nightmare, but it was kind of sweet. My apartment had like a pool party, some free booze and stuff. A lot of people. Problem was like pass out at like you know. I'm under the influence by like five o'clock. You throw in a couple episodes of Queer Eye and cry it out, and then you wake up hungover at midnight, and you're like, "Okay, this kind of this sucks." I watched an episode of Queer Eye, the new Queer Eye, with my girlfriend. It was real. It was They're really great. genuine and sweet. It was like nice. I was like, "Oh boy, it was." I don't want to get hooked on this show. Oh, dude, you gotta watch them. They're incredible. Okay, if if you had today's fake sponsor. Queer Eye if on you, Netflix. If you had a Queer Eye for the Strike Eye episode for yourself, what aspect of your life do you think you would need touched up the most? Um, ooh. I, I guess, like, the look. Fashion? Like the, the fashion and, like, 
I'm I'm mixing in like my hair and stuff into that too, which okay. is kind of two of the items. Cool. All right. I've never had a cool haircut. I think I could pull off a cool haircut. I don't think you could. No, your flip was good. All right. The, today's episode right. is brought to you by. Uh, let me pull it up. Thomas Risley, Reef Chef, and um, Zimmer. And those are our latest patrons. If you want to support the show, then you can present the show. You go to patreon.com slash talkingyanks. $2 a month gets you early access to the episodes, gets you video access so you can see Jake's terrible hair. And it gets your name in a running for a raffle where you can win a jersey at the end of every month. We've had two jersey winners. You also get the delight of supporting us and making us happy that you like the show enough to support it. Let's talk about this series. We have a couple, we called it our health and wellness section of the show before we get into Jakey's Burns and awards. Let's start with, this is probably the biggest news, Glaber Torres goes down. Hip flexor, no idea what that term means, but it, I've, I know I know it because it's said all the time. Like, do you, think- do you ever feel anything in your hip? Because I have hip flexor stuff, but it's from like playing goalie and just like jumping and landing on my hip. Yeah, no, no, I've never felt anything in my hip like, oh, my hip hurts. That's never yeah. been something I've thought or said, so it's completely kind of foreign to me. Hip's a weird one. Yeah. So Glaber's down. He's going on the 10-day DL. He got hurt. They sat him, and then they put him in for defensive replacement reasons. Then they started him the next day and then took him out. So it seems like they – I mean, I don't, I'm not going to kill him. I don't think it's terrible. It seems like they mishandled this a little bit. They took Romine with with baby gloves, and maybe they should have been a little nicer to Glaber with baby gloves. But I think, and from Boone's comments, this seems more precautionary than anything. Like, all right, we have the All-Star game coming up. We have a light road schedule. All baseball games are hard to win, but we it's not like we have Boston, Houston, Cleveland. We have a light road schedule coming up. 10-day DL through the All-Star break. Let him get help. Let him just rest it out and come back fine. That's what it seems like. Obviously, that's kind of like a very best case scenario for going on the ten day DL. What are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah, you you wonder if there were was anything lost in translation at all, or maybe it was just kind of like a back and forth, like you just said. You know, Glaber's a young guy. Maybe he was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm feeling it a little, but I I can play through it. I'm young, and then it maybe it stiffened up during the second game. And then the Yankees were just like, what are we doing here? Let's just <laughs> stop this. Um, get healthy, Glaber. That's the biggest part. I think that's usually our first thing we say after every injury. Hey, Brandon Drury, you want some at-bats? Neil Walker, do you want to stay on this team? Neil's, so- get, Neil's getting the at-bats. I don't know if you saw that. Boone said Neil's going to get most of the starts at second. They seem like Drury is the corners. They, they seem like they never threw him at second once in spring training. They said he was third base only. I don't think he's played second in the minors. Yeah, he's a big body for second, although he's played it a lot. Yeah, but. so I th- I think he's staying at the corners. Uh, so Walker's going to get some at-bats, which he needs, I guess. He started, he roped a ball the second game, and then he got to hit the next game. Everyone's like, he's a trash bench player. He's a trash bench player. Well, okay, well, maybe now he's going to get every day at bats and they'll spark something. He would, they were doing that anyway. They gave him two yeah. games in a row this series because they were like desperate, like Neil, if you can't play as a bench role, maybe like just show us something before the all-star break. Cause it's DFA seasons around the corner when all-star breaks over and you're making our final push and like, okay, we need 
our guys. You got to show us something. So Neil's going to get that chance. Do you have faith in him? Nah. Well, and that's kind of the funny thing. Like people may be right. He he kind of has shown he's a shit bench player. He could he could still be like a pretty good starter <laughs> if this guy's getting three four at bats a game. So yeah, don't fully write him off yet. Still got still got the disco Neil gif ready to go just just in case. What about this, Jake? What about it? Tyler Wade comes up, gets another 10, oh 10 games at second. What are your thoughts? It's crazy how far out of my head Tyler Wade is for how the way the team talked about him to start the year. Same, because I read that on wherever I was finding thoughts and people's, like, you know, Twitter probably. And someone said, oh, maybe Tyler Wade gets called up. And I was like, oh, shit. That didn't even come to the surface of my brain. All day I think about the Yankees and Glaber got hurt and like, ooh, maybe Tyler Wade gets a chance. Should be a thought process. He's on a hot stretch right now in AAA, but it wasn't. He's like, I've removed him from my brain, which is rude. I saw all these beat writers saying like he came up once. He, and for the first time in his life, became a bench player in 2017 and he didn't do well. Then he came up in 2018, had a great spring, had like a terrible flu, and didn't do good. I'm, I don't know how much you can blame the flu. Ooh, we're 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 pushing the flu. That's the flu cell now. I, I, I'm not. I read that though. And they're like he hasn't, still hasn't gotten a fair shot, and maybe that's true. But in my brain, he's done. Like he's, he's just not. He's not putting pinstripes on anymore. That's probably wrong, and it should. I shouldn't think that. But I think that's how a lot of Yankee fans think. Out of sight, it's, out of mind, Tyler Wade's gone. It's tough to picture him getting a fair shot with this Yankees team for what he's done and with everyone on the team. I had flashbacks, psychedelic. <laughs> I had flashbacks to spring training because I was – it's easy to say I was off the Tyler Wade train. <laughs> but it was you kind of talked me into the, some Wade stuff because the team did love him, the Boone quotes and all of that. Cash when we quotes. sat. When we sat down with Brian Hoke, you know, that was one of the things we we were kind of tiptoeing around because that was the only story of spring training at the time were kind of the position battles. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, they they love Tyler Wade. He's going to be the starting second baseman. He's a major league player. All of this kind of, you know, also funneling what Boone and Cash and those guys have been saying. But, yeah, Tyler Wade, I mean, what – for him to get regular at bats on this team this year, what would have to happen? Neil Walker would have to get hurt, and like Didi as well. <laughs> Boone. So Boone said Neil's probably going to get majority of that bats. Drury's going to stay in his role first and third. And Boone did say maybe Wade comes up. So I don't know if they if today or tomorrow, probably be tomorrow. We get the press release that they called up Wade. What percent chance are you giving that happening? What percent chance are you giving that happening? I'll give it 100%. chance. To call up Wade for like tomorrow? Yeah, Boone said maybe. I don't I I give it Okay, I'll give it 99.9. Doesn't seem like Yeah, what would they have to do? Send down a pitcher? Gallegos maybe? Yeah. It would It'd be kind of funny, man. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like, it would be awesome if he could get <laughs> four or five straight games and tear it up. Like, that would be a really cool story at this point. But to even put yourself in that position, I don't see it happening. But hey, we were <laughs> at this time last year, 
I was saying similar things about Greg Bird. I was like, hey, see you when we see you. So if, if Tyler Wade wants to poo-poo on me and come back and play great at some point, awesome, dude. Poop on your face. That's the old expression. The old poop on your face expression that we talk about. Woo, 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 woo. Breaking, breaking, breaking. They did call Tyler Wade up, so poop on our faces. All right, second in the health and wellness section of today's show. Knocker made a his rehab start AAA. Gave up a two-run home run in the first inning. Pitched five innings. I don't know the rest of what happened. I don't know his final line. But he doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. Actually, I, that's actually that's why I don't know. I haven't cared yeah. to check because I don't care at all. He went five innings and felt good. So that's all you need to know. And Tanaka said, uh, you know, a little rust there and there, but he felt really good about um, going all five innings. So they think they're going to call him up for Monday's doubleheader. Maybe him and Lasagna split the doubleheader. You know, battle it out. Who's going to get the spot going forward? Mm. Mm, yeah. But, no, that's good news. It's good that there wasn't really a setback. He made his start. He went all five innings. He threw his pitches. They didn't have to pull him early. Uh, so, you excited to have Tanaka back? Yeah, it would be, it would be good. And hopefully he's, he, he got a little arm rest there. Maybe he has a little more life going forward now or later in the season. Um, I wonder if his approach changes a little bit. He was having some struggle with the home run ball. Well, I well, we'll see. Yeah. First inning home runs. That's what you're going to get from Massa. He passed that skill on to Domingo, though. Yeah. So, um, so we're good. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Third in the health and wellness section of today's show, Austin Romine has pulled groin, battled something, but everyone does so because he, he didn't play a single game. Higgsy started all three games of this Brave series. People were yeah. people, and people were saying, "Oh, there." I even thought it. Oh, Romine's injury must be much worse than what they initially told us. I don't believe that anymore. I think, hey, if Higgsy's hitting home runs, keep Romine with the babyest of baby gloves. Because if he's, oh, I'm, I feel seventy percent healthy. Okay, well, let's rush Romine out there, and then he stretches a single to a double and pulls a hamstring, and now Romine and. Gary on the DL at the same time, that's brutal. You can't have that happen. So the fact that Higgsy allowed Romine to sit, I think is great. I'm not worried about I – don't, I don't think they're hiding or he's worse injured than he is, but I saw a lot of people guessing that. If they put Romine on the DL, who's the guy? <laughs> I don't know. They, they – what's <laughs> – You probably signed someone off the streets, right? Trade back, trade back for Kratz. Uh, no, I don't know because the AAA catchers are like they're not prospects; they're just veteran guys, right? Um, so I don't know. So you can't have that happen. You need Romine and Higsey to get you through the All Star break, and then hopefully Gary's back. Gary started throwing and stuff, so I think he's no setbacks or anything. But yeah, you you can't have Romine go on the DL with Gary on the DL. Jim, I have four words for you. Yeah. Higashioka, the home run stroka. Higashioka, the home run stroka. Do you like that call? <laughs> I love it for John. I love it for John Sterling. <laughs> if, that, if that was me introducing my first home run call, no, I wouldn't have started there. But for John Sterling, I love it. The Wilkin Castillo, who was who's like older. And yeah, he's played. He went. 
to international ball, and then when they traded Kratz, they brought him back. And Francisco Diaz, who those are our AAA catchers right now. Francisco Diaz, who he's our age, so he's like late twenties. Yeah, so it's not it's not good. I don't know if those guys would come up, and it would be. Remember when it was supposed to be Posada and Molina and it ended up being Cervelli and Chris Stewart? Yeah. That's that's what we're looking at, kind of, but worse. Because Cervelli was awesome. Do you think that Clint Frazier has had the text ready to send to Aaron Boone saying, Coach, I can catch? Don't look at the stats. Just watch me do it. Put me behind the plate for a day. <laughs> You might like what you see. <laughs> I tried on Higgsy's glove once while he was down here. It felt nice. You put on Higgsy's? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were saying that as you, like for a fact. That's like cool. Dude. I was when still doing. Happen? I was still doing the Clint talking the Boone bit, and you <laughs> hung me out to dry like a real dick. <laughs> well, it's because you had a really good thing, but your delivery was the worst I've ever seen it. I'll give you that. It was pretty poor delivery. I should have done it. Boone just comes around a corner and Clint Frazier's standing there with a catcher's glove on. Like, oh. This is weird, coach. huh, Boone? Oh, coach. You did you even know like wow? I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to your burns. Let's go into this series versus the Braves. That was a big health and wellness section, man. Yeah, health and wellness section. If you had to give someone an actual health and wellness tip, mm-hmm. what would you give them? Like multivitamin or something like that. You got something like that? Oh, I was thinking in your head stories. You mean like your body? Yeah. Like if this was a health and wellness podcast, like what would Jimmy's one tip be to, to being healthy and well? But you're still talking physical, not body. Physical and body are the same thing for me. Yeah, you're talking physical, not brain. <laughs> and, that, and that was health and wellness. <laughs> eat, eat good. Eat good. You eat shitty foods, you feel shitty. That'd be my one tip. Okay. Says the, <laughs> says the guy who I've only consumed two chocolate chip cookies this morning so far. Yeah. I wish I had coffee. I didn't. Um, okay. You ready, okay. To, you ready to burn? I'm ready to burn. Three games set against the National League Braves, who are the no- top record in the NL when game one started, and the Yankees had the top record in the AL when the game started. Let's see what Jake's got for us today. Burn, Jakey, burn. Our new mark. Get set. Burn. Game one of the three games set against the upstart Braves. Quote, unquote, this year's Yankees. Well, all right, let's see it. Well, we get a little of the 90s rivalry going again. (laughs) Who better than Anibal Sanchez? Yes, that Anibal Sanchez versus Johnny Laza. Johnny Lasagna back on the hill. Judge would welcome the Braves to the Bronx in the first solo shot, 23rd on the year. Johan Camargo says, I have a cool name and a solo home run. Top of the third, it's 1-1. Glaber scores on a wild pitch, 2-1 Yankees. Top four, double your pleasure, double your fun. Kurt Suzuki, RBI double. Ronald Acuna, RBI double. It's 3-2, Bravos, Didi Sack Fly, it's three up after five. It would stay that way into extra. Yankees get a chance to strike, bottom 10, bases, Huck, Bird and Romine, both strike out, oh no, to the 11th we go. 
Ronald Acuna aiming for the short porch. Judge leaps, gets his glove on it, but it's in the stands. 5-3 Braves. That would be your final tough loss. Game one for the Yanks. Tough loss. Season ended. Series was over. Yankees were done for. Bird's piece of shit. Boone is a complete fool. Mm. The entire season's a fraud. And the best record in baseball goes out the window. You nailed it. You hit all the points. Yeah. That game sucked, for real, though. Yeah, I I was in and out on that game, so I didn't have the same chutzpah or heart into it that I could feel the Yankees fans on Twitter. 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position, which is... I'm out on runners in scoring position stats. I'm completely out. And my our girl... Uh, I got to stop saying our girl, all guy. Queen of stats, Katie Sharp. Put the nonsense to bed. Boone in his post-paying press conference put it to bed. Uh, runner's scoring position is now just what everyone yells. Just what everyone yells. And everyone thinks it's unique to their team when every other team. And I think people think runners in scoring position is supposed to be like 500 or 800 and not the same as, you know, batting average or something like that. Boone said it. Katie Sharp said it. Really good teams put runners in scoring positions a lot. And really good teams don't score 12, 10 runs every game. We've been bad with runners in scoring position. We've been the worst team with runners in scoring position. We've been the worst team with runners in scoring position since June started, Jake. Want to know how I know that? How do you know that, Jimmy? Because it got text, it got tweeted about 1,000 times after that first game when we went 0 for 12, which is very bad. 0 for 12 with runners in scoring position, very bad on the night. Then everyone tweeted at me the whole time, oh, worst runners in scoring position since June 1st. Worst runners in scoring position since June 1st. Guess what our record is since June 1st? What's our record since June 1st, Jimmy? 19 and 10. Guess what that is? That's the 655 winning percentage. Guess what that would result to? 106 wins on the year. So maybe... Your dumb runners in scoring position stat doesn't mean shit. And you're just yelling to yell because we have a plus 39 run differential since June 1st and a 650-50 winning percentage since June 1st. So maybe the lack of scoring with runners in running scoring position doesn't mean shit. It's just something you can yell about on one night 0 for 12. That's terrible. But guess what? We had runners in scoring position 12 times and if two times it was two for 12 we would have run the game so and that's still bad two for 12 still not the best but we would have won the game so everyone with their runners in scoring position that's the new herd new just yell about yell about yell about thing i mean it i think i think you can't you can't say it matters when you win at that clip it's obviously something you want to be improve upon you want to be the best you want to you want to be the best at it and yeah it's people reaching while we're still doing good things that's the thing they want to reach at because if the yankees were to go on a slide and they still weren't scoring runners then they can point back to that tweet and say oh i know even in july when they were still winning they weren't hitting the runners in scoring position in so now we're still not doing that's why we're losing that's what what Get get Tyler Wade more at bats with runners in scoring position. Watch what he does. Get Tyler Wade and Ronald Torres up here immediately. We need guys who can slap some dink singles around. I just hate these podcast guys that say like Aaron Hicks isn't that good. <laughs> and <laughs> um, yeah, it's <laughs> you know, 
I'll, I'll be the good cop. People, you're absolutely right. It would be great, right, if we were scoring all those guys in scoring position, which is a weird phrase anyways. I can see that getting scrapped eventually. Runners in scoring position? Yeah, because that used to be like hitting singles in like old baseball. Where baseball's going, running runners in scoring position isn't a huge thing. Um, that'll that might get me beat up a little bit. But yeah, we we sure we want them to do together, do better. We mostly just want to win games. And, um, and they've been doing that, yeah. and they won the and series. And this is where I a stat side kicks in with me for baseball, where you and me usually get into mini bickers, bickers bickering about relievers when they inherited runners and stuff like that and how it's all percentages and, you know, do your job, blah, blah, blah. But baseball is a game of statistics and odds. And like, yeah, if you put runners on base, you're going to have a few of these where it just doesn't happen. So the, the sky's not falling. I guess that's what we're here to tell the people. Yeah. Yesterday it seemed like it was kind of falling all those fireworks. All those fireworks. How'd you, how was, how were the fireworks you saw? We went to the beach, played some running bases with the young kids. I got some Irish relatives here that are 11 and 13 or something, which all my interests in life are still from when I was 13, 14 years old. Like everything I want to do during the summer, ride my bikes around to secret spots that no one else knows about. Go play mini golf, go ride some waves in. If it rains out, I want to go in the ocean during the storm. Everything I like, I liked in my formative years. And I'll, now I'm too old to do on my own. Like, that guy's too old to do that. I can't. So I'm. You can't just run bases by yourself no, anymore? That's no. Cool. So I have these kids, my relatives here, and I'm like, yo, you guys want to go play running bases on the beach? It's a game. You'll love it. You'll love it. And then I get to go throw the ball back and forth. I'm going to take a mini golfing today because it's an off day. So I'm, I'm doing all the things I like doing because I have young kids around. This, maybe I should become a camp counselor. This is what it seems like. Yeah, that'd be cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what. <laughs> cool beans, man. I hang out by the quarry. <laughs> <laughs> you drop a creed quote on. It's going to get me again. Cool beans, man. I live by the quarry. What was I saying before this? The sky isn't falling. Uh, runners in scoring position. Yeah, I was going to pivot to oh baseball is a game of inches as well because if hicks ground rule double is five inches lower yeah. and hits the wall dd scores we win and then oh we went one for 12 in scoring position who the fuck cares we won if judge has a one inch bigger glove or times it one inch better however that phrase would work <laughs> and catches that home run and we the game continues and then what might happen so, I mean, that was just like a, a shitty game with a lot of bad breaks. In the end, total bummer, though. It was a bummer of a game. Like I'll, You can be upset with that game. You can't make that game out to be this microcosm for everything that's wrong with the Yankees and everything and Bird striking out with the bases loaded in a horrible, horrible at-bat, three-pitch at-bat. Terrible. I'm not going to sugarcoat that. Terrible. But you can't make these things microcosms for the worst things in the world. Like that's what everyone does when the Yankees finally lose a tough game. This game is exactly why we won't make it anywhere in the postseason. Let me tell you, you can't do that. Just it's a loss and it sucks and let it be a loss that sucked and move on. Yeah. 
I, I think whatever game of inches quote you just made up there. But the important thing to take away from that is, and I, I like to play devil's advocate a lot. If this was talking Braves, we, we wouldn't even be mentioning the ground rule double and how that was in effect. You just say, oh, we won the game. We, Acuna hit the home run. Yeah, they gave up a double, but then we got out of it. So it's the Yankees get those breaks too during the season, but it seems more magnet or not more. There's more magnitude. That can't be the right phrase. But when when you're on the other end of it, you feel it more and don't think that's expected. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. It's okay. So the Yankees are down. They have their entire bullpen used. They used Holder, Green, Chapman, Batances, Robertson in that game. They used all of them. Yeah. They lost which, the first which, game of the series. Which, which set up something beautiful. Yeah. Okay, so they're down in the first game of the series. They got Herman pitching with the shitty bullpen behind him. They bring up A.J. Cole from the minors who did terrible in his minor league rehab starts. This series is destined for failure, Jake. I was at game two but I kind of forget everything. So I need your burn to help remind me how bad was this? How bad was this loss with Herman and the shitty bullpen and the weak lineup that Boone threw out there? I'm going to, I'm just going to sit back and listen to your burn. Are you ready? Did you say how shitty this loss was? Yeah. Just let me know how bad this loss, because obviously we were going to, you know, just get our butts kicked. (laughs) Lady, you're scaring me. (laughs) All right. On your mark, get set, burn. Sunday out of Tuesday, Domingo Herman versus University of Hartford alum Sean Newcomb. Fun fact, Uhart, one of John Boy's many colleges attended. How about that? Hicksie doing his damnest to make me like him. Two-run Yabo. Higgy, Hicksie and Higgy. Wow, solo dolo. I take a walk, take a walk, take a walk. Drury and Higgy, RBI walks. Wow, tough. Bottom four, wild pitch, guardy scored. It's 6 nothing Yanks after four. But, Jimmy, welcome to Atlanta where the players play. The Braves would bring their big sticks to the Bronx. Ender Isiate, home run to right. Camargo scores. Albies homers to right. It's 6-3. Okay. Nick Markakis, a former Oriole great. Oreos. Markakis homers to right. It's 6-5 to five in the seventh. What's happened? We've got runners on in Jason Shreve. Is it in a one-run game? What is happening? Jason Shreve gets out of it. The Bronx goes crazy. Bottom eight, Giancarlo says, okay, fuck, that was close. Giancarlo Stanton homers, he's starting to like the short porch. It's 8-5. That would be your final. Araldus Chapman needs to be noted. He looked incredible in that ninth inning. His slider's out of control. Yankees win, 8-5. Nice burn, Jake. Thanks, dog. What song did you sing for walk? What song did you sing for the walk? Isn't there a song that's like, I take a walk, take a walk, take a walk? Could be. It's some like rock band. I'll look it up. I would have went with, because you're mine, I walk the line. Ooh. Big Johnny, Johnny Cash fan, though. So I was, at, I was at this game. I knew they won. I was setting you up the whole time. The Passion Pit song. Oh, Passion uh, Pit. Wow. Take a walk. This was a fun game to be at. I finally got to see all my favorite pitchers, Adam, uh, AJ Cole, Adam Warren, Jason Shreve, and Domingo Herman. I've been jonesing to go to a game where those four guys pitch. Finally got it, which I don't know. People didn't understand how happy I was. I was like, Katie, 
Herman called Warren Shreve. We got, you know. Oh, Katie, Warren's coming in. The deathly foursome. I'll get your radar gun out. (laughs) (laughs) Is that mean? Like, Warren takes the mound, the scouts lift their radar gun. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) Oh, perfect. I'm going to go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) That's tough. That's tough. (laughs) Let me know when those things are not working. I'll pitch. That's great. Warren threw out a, a little bit of his goodwill. That's that's no fun. Yeah, but AJ Cole's story is pretty good. Um, do you want to talk about it? Can I talk about Domingo Herman? Do you have that lined yeah. up for awards? Oh, you can you can run with Herman for a little bit. And then I got to talk about my experience at the stadium a little too. But Domingo Her- yeah. Domingo Herman looked so good. And I think on the broadcast, I came home and watched some of the the replay or whatever. And O'Neal or 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 Kay. I don't know who was in the booth. Someone said, ooh, it looks like he completely lost focus. He just went out there and completely forgot what he was doing, what his game plan was. That was pretty brutal. Yeah. What, um, you were there. Yeah. What, um, what are your thoughts on Herman? What, what, you, you just said that part, but what's, what's your, what's, give me the emotions. I try, I'm trying very hard to not be impatient because a lot of people make the Seve comparisons. Right. Which is obviously the cool thing to do right now because everyone's got that. Hey, who Seve had an 8.5 ERA tweet or whatever it was. Who's the best pitcher in the Yankees prospect in the Yankees system right now? Who's one of the best pitchers in baseball? Is there any way we can draw a comparison to Herman versus that guy? Oh, look at this. <laughs> Herman's going to be just fine. It's Herman's kind of like Justin Verlander because he, he's he, he throws fastballs. Yeah, there's that. Uh, yeah. So, like, a lot of my brain is saying, and I've said it on here before, I just I don't see him being a stud down the line. I just, for some reason, I don't see it. But he's definitely shown flashes of the stuff. I see Herman as a Michael Pineda. Maybe that's because that's what he is right now. I would love if he could get it together like Severino did. Severino is more of the exception than the rule. Right. So it's hard to draw your main comparisons to the exception and not the rule. We've seen much more guys have flashes of really good stuff that can't put it together. I mean, do we want to name them? Like Avaldi, Pineda, Nova. Avaldi's a stud, bro. I like Avaldi. He's going to be a stud on the Astros next year. When they uh, when they teach him spinnerate, a.k.a. Uh, pine, <laughs> pine tar. Um, yeah, man, it's it's easy to say if this was, you know, talking Yanks three years ago, we probably could could have said the same stuff about Severino. Like, yeah, I don't really love him out there. He might just be a bullpen guy. And, yeah, it would have looked like an asshole quote now. Oh, but, my God. I would have I been one of those people when he was going in the bullpen. Why mess with him? Yeah. Phil Hughes and other good stuff, not good results. So, yeah, I, Herman has really good stuff. There's a chance he could put it together and become a really good starter. There's a chance he could not and be, like, a not great bullpen option. That's kind of his career range right now, which is goes back to your groom hitters, trade them for bona fide pitchers because hitters, when you – like, you see Clint Frazier hit right now, you're like, okay, I – I can tell kind of what he's going to project to. There's a chance he could be really good. There's a chance he could be kind of average. 
Domingo Herman, you could have a bad relief pitcher or you could have a great starter at this point. So, and to say that you know right now, everyone would be fooling themselves, but they're going to tweet something about it anyways, just so in three years they could say, oh, I was right. Herman's an ace. What stuff? Or Herman's a garbage can. And they can say, yeah, I knew that guy never had it. It's like, okay, you don't know. <laughs> Look at that garbage can. I'm going to throw my milkshake out inside of him without emptying all the leftover milkshake out. So it's really gross for the person who has to clean up that garbage can, Herman. Sounds like you said milk Jake at first. That's not your nickname these days? I don't think so. I can whole, ask around. Because the whole lactose thing? I'll text everyone I know and say, hey, do you call me Milk Jake? Real quick and be honest, have you been calling me Milk Jake? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I hate to get real with you on the 5th of July, but have you been calling me Milk Jake behind my back? <laughs> uh Again, I don't know if that's a joke or funny, but yeah, (laughs) always a fine line. Judge had two stolen bases that game. Yeah, how about that? Okay, so my game. So, um, uh, a listener to the show, uh, Batista, real, really nice. He had some extra tickets to his suite. Thought of uh, me, not you. So that was really that was really nice. Suites at Yankee Stadium compared to suites at Oakland. Yeah, dude, the suites at Oakland. You just walk up their concrete jungle. Right, and instead of going down to your seats in the second level, you go up ten steps into a crappy little suite. Suites at Yankee Stadium, you go in an elevator, you get out of the elevator. It's carpeted, air conditioning, like very cool. Not cool as in cold. Pictures on the wall, so Suite Seven has pictures of Mickey Mantle all around. It's sweet, you know, you get that. And then you go into the suite, and it's there's like a bartender in there that's with you the whole time. Food. So that when we walked in, there was cheese and crackers. Then the food came. Buffalo wings, waffle fries, fried chicken, mac and cheese, like a whole nice spread. Then what happens is there's some seats outside in the front, you know, so you could sit like in regular seats in the air, which I like. They don't have that in Oakland. You have to be like behind the glass. Which sucks. So that's cool. There's a a cart comes around just from suite to suite. And they're like, okay, the ice cream cart's here. And then you go make yourself an ice cream sundae. Which was delicious in a little Yankees hat cup. Then 20 minutes later, like, okay, the the dessert cart's here. Like, what do you mean? We just had ice cream. The ice cream cart was just here. What do you mean the dessert cart's here? Yes. And they're like, no, this is a dessert cart. Name a dessert, Jake. Just name a dessert. Cannoli. On it. No way. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I got carrot cake, a black and white, and chocolate-covered strawberries. Katie got tear. Katie got tiramisu. They had ring pops. They had cookies, brownies, blondies. Katie, what else was on the dessert cart? She doesn't remember. But it was like any dessert you could want they had on there. Regular cake. Maybe not ice I, cream cake because that would melt. I always forget how much – that would be on the ice cream cart, bro. You think the ice – no, the ice cream cart was ice cream Sundays only. Okay, only Sundays. So like, they had like 12 different toppings to put on. They had vanilla nice. ice cream, chocolate ice cream, 12 different toppings. And part of the toppings were cookies and brownies. And cookies and brownies were also on the dessert cart. So there is some overlap, Jake. Okay, there is overlap. You just remind me. I always forget how much I like carrot cake. Oh, that's because it's got a terrible name. I wasn't saying that yeah. from the get-go. You got to go – 
to whoever invented carrot cake, and like I know this is made out of shredded carrots, but you really botched the name. Should have just called it. Oh, really? This is really good cake. Because mm. it took me a while to f- eat carrot cake. If we have any listeners to Talking Yanks that are skeptical or out on carrot cake because it's called carrot cake, go, chance. go give it a shot because it's one of the better cakes in cake in the cake world. That might have been my favorite thing at the college dining hall. Yeah, carrot cake was good. Carrot cake was safe. <laughs> So then, um, then we went down, we got ushered into the legend suite for the ninth inning to hear Chapman pop the glove of Higgy. Um, it was a really fun night. It was really hot and disgusting weather wise, but game father, uh, game weather at, I don't know why I'm, I'm watching whatever. It was fun night and they won, uh, got to see Shreve coming in a big moment. Yeah, man. That says something. I, I we're going to talk about it more. I feel in a little bit, but it's kind of insanity, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll hold all my thoughts. Um, yeah. Chapman was good. They didn't think you were going to use Chapman because that's three times in a row. But he actually looked great. So maybe. Yo, and did you hear about all that? Like he went to them and said he's good to go, and he's like a new Chapman, man. Well, they say that they don't like using him three times in a row, but they tell the pitchers. Let us know how you feel because like something like Chapman could have said, no, I'm pretty stiff. And then they would have avoided him. But Chapman said, no, I feel great. And then he went out there and looked like really good. So dude, his, his slider right now is it's silly. You think, do you think you could hit it with a tennis racket? So it's like the weight of a tennis racket. So I just have to make contact with the tennis racket. Yeah, It'll break all the strings. Oh yeah, dude. That's so scary. But yeah, you think you could hit it? With a tennis racket, yeah. Okay, what about a pickleball racket? Trying to picture that. I, no. What I know a, what you want. Okay, ping, ping pong paddle. <laughs> Definitely not. I you know what I would do if I had a ping pong paddle? When the pitch was coming in, I'd just like flip it up and spin it in front of the plate and just hope that he would accidentally hit it. And then you can high five like you, like it was a, an act. Like you put an apple yeah. on top of your head and he shot it yeah. off. Yeah. Good job, Chapman. We did it. We did it, buddy. Good job. Why are we doing this? <laughs> um, sorry, Aroldis. Sorry, Aroldis. Just strike me out. I'm sorry I brought this ping pong paddle up here. I forgot <laughs> I Forgot my bat. <laughs> this is dumb. This is really dumb. Let's burn game three, and then we'll get into awards. Shit, we're talking a lot. Yeah, we like to talk. Big big episode, 4th of July. Okay. It made me melt like a popsicle on the 4th of July. Hmm. Hmm. And then the skies opened up, and God said, I hate you, Alfalfa. <laughs> you are 13, huh? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> All right. On your mark, get set, burn. Another rubber match, and hey, happy 4th of July. Julio Teheran for Atlanta versus the Trill Man on the Hill Man, CC Sabathia. Is Trill Bay Area rap? I don't think so. Anyways, bottom two, Greggy Bird, RBI single, opens up the scoring one nothing yank. Following inning, Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Three-run homer, it's 4 nothing. After three, they keep it going into the fourth. Higashioka, the home run stroker. Don't say that around the kids. It's 5 nothing Yankees. Albie scores on a ground out. Escargo, Camargo, Johan Camargo homer. 
5-2, another Braves rally? No, the bomb's bursting in air. Aaron Judge, to be exact, goes yard for the grand finale. 6-2, Yankees would be your final. Yankees win the series 2-1. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, America. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, America. Yes. Come on, guys. It's easy. It's easy. Figure it out. Um, This was a fun game. I liked it. I liked July 4th. Big man on the hill for the second time in a row on July 4th. Actually, someone tweeted at me. It's his third time starting on July 4th. How about that? Which is completely random and just how it happens. But I like to picture CeCe demanding the ball on July 4th. <laughs> Got me good. Yeah. <laughs> CeCe, you pitched, <laughs> you pitched Monday, man. No, no, no. It's 4th of July. <laughs> I will be pitching today. <laughs> Can I ask you something? Honest, sure, honestly, <laughs> come on. <laughs> you, you're Giancarlo. Let the rhythm take you up. You know. Yeah. Can I use that sometimes? Sure, man. Thanks. I really like. I it. don't think you. I don't think your delivery is going to be as. No, I just mean in tweets. Yeah, sure. Okay, good. Because I really like it. I say it every time he hits a home run. Should we get like a gif of me like singing it and dancing to it or something? Maybe when you come out here, we'll make a video of you singing that. Okay. We'll add it to the list, which is now one item. Make a Giancarlo, let the rhythm take you over, music video with Jake. Current, right? Always toughest one to start a list. What? Ooh. It's always tough to start a list. No, I think you said it's, oh, it's always toughest one to start a list. It's a very jovial episode. Fourth of July, Yankees winning. I didn't have any coffee, so this is like delusional. Oh, nice, man. speaking of delu- delirious game one, that miserable game. I did a lot of live periscoping for like three hours. Centip- oh. Centipede ran in my house. A centipede ran in your house. Yeah. I tried to kill it on, uh, on the thing. You can watch it. It's disgusting. Did you show the centipede? Yeah. I showed the centipede. Big was it? Uh, about the size of my pinky finger. Okay. Yeah. And for the viewing, the listening audience, my pinky fingers are small, but not too small. Are you freaked out by bugs? No, but the centipede, yes. Okay. <laughs> so that roundabout answer is yes. <laughs> no, any other bug I don't really care about. But the centipede, okay. pretty nasty, man. Yeah. Pretty nasty. Game three. Yanks win the series. Well, yeah. Wouldn't you know? I said that after game one. We're going to win this series the hard way. And it's not nothing. The Braves – oh, I wanted to do this too. Uh, the Braves aren't – nothing. They're a good team. They're young. So – but they are a good team. What are or, or your thoughts about the Braves? Do you have any? It's fun, man. They're, they are going through a little bit of what the Yankees went through last year. They're quote-unquote ahead of schedule. I think, I think the funny part is like with the Yankees last year, the veterans that were around were like Yankees veterans. It was like CeCe and Gardy. And then it was a lot of the young guys, Gary, Judge, all of that. And so the Braves have that aspect. Acuna looks really good. He's, he's worth the price. Albies is really good. It's just funny to me, like, I guess Nick Marcakis, he's been there for a few years now, but he's having this revitalized all-star season, potentially his first one ever, which is a really cool baseball thing. And then, like, you see someone like Annabelle Sanchez on the mound, who's he's in his 12th year. He was borderline out of the league. Uh, Marlins, Tigers, he had two atrocious years. Now he's pitching really well. So, you know, it's 
it's good for the Braves. I I got a little Yankee angry this morning because I was like, should should we really be comparing them? Like the Yankees went to Game Seven of the ALCS and lost on the road to the team that won it all. Like the Yankees were right there last year, and like I still don't think teams believe in these Atlanta Braves yet. They need to see it, see them do it. But for what they're doing right now, yeah, I mean they they look good. But at this point last year, that's how it was for the Yankees. Yeah, exactly. We we were on the same thing. I like, until I'd we went to Game Seven of the ALCS, no one really, you know, until we started our playoff run, we could have lost to the Indians, and people still would have been like, yeah, okay, well that's the start of the this new Yankees team. Well, and that's I, – I was thinking about that too because the, the my fun fact of the offseason was that the Yankees really only won two months last year. They crushed April. They crushed September. The Braves have been more – I guess they've been better more consistently than that Yankees team was. The Yankees played 500 baseball for the middle, <laughs> like, 100 games of the season, basically. Yeah, I think they had a really bad June – that was when the losing streak was late June to early July was the dreadful streak for the Yankees in 2017. And when we interviewed Brian Hoke, actually after we stopped recording, cause we're a bunch of idiots, we kept talking to him for 10 more minutes. He right. said that like Girardi in those in August looked like a miserable like person because they, were, yeah. they weren't playing well. And then the good September got him there. This team's much better than last year. How about that? Let's uh, let's pivot right into awards. Sure. My thoughts on the Braves were no one stood out to me besides Marcakis because he got so mad when CeCe hit him. And that's not yeah. – I'm not talking baseball skill. I'm just talking, like, characters or players. Like, the Phillies, you got Reese Hopkins wearing that dumbass helmet and Odubel Herrera, his helmet falling off his head all the time. And, like, those things stood out to me. Well, whatever. That's, that's trivial, not actual baseball. Yeah, that was kind of weird, but okay. I couldn't tell you – a player on the Braves after watching three games. Like if I saw him without his uniform on. Baseball like is so just, bad at marketing. You just, you just saw him briefly. Like you were coming out of Dunkin' Donuts and they were going in. Yeah, like I just watched you three nights in a row, but I have no idea who you are. That's how Yeah, that's fair. I guess Freddie Freeman, but he's kind of he's been around for a while now. He's pretty good. CeCe, huh? CeCe just might have hurt him. Good? Good. No, not good. Not good. That was rude. <laughs> good. That was really rude of yeah. you. That was rude. <laughs> All right, let's go on to uh, awards brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. www.affordableJerseys.com. Is that the re- was that? Is that the read they wanted this year? This this episode. Oh, how nervous were you that you were going to misspell affordable? Did I? No, that was zero. But it looked like you were, like you were reading it. No, man, I was just trying to make sure all my pitches were there. Oh, okay. You're just making sure you hit your pitches. Yeah, not your baseball pitches, voice pitches. Ninety nine dollars, no name on the back. Go to affordablejerseys.com. Get yourself a jersey. They were out of home jerseys for a little bit. They have them back now. So, final stretch. Get a jersey. Go get one. Leave good reviews and stuff too. I don't know. I just want to get that in early. Sometimes I don't like doing it at the end. Oh, of the podcast. Yeah. Oh shit, we didn't we didn't think of a contest for reviews. Yeah. We're gonna workshop that. All right. Workshop that. I get to go first this week. 
Jake, because uh, that's what Will, shout out Will, runs our awards, I know. says. He says, I go first. Last week you went first with CC, then I went Seve. Yeah. Today I go first. My pride of the Yankees is uh, Giancarlo Stan. Nice, dude. Were you have had him? Nice, dude. Six, I thought about it. Six RBIs in three games, two home runs, four hits. Two of them were home runs, six RBIs. Gave us the cushion in game two. Gave us basically like the lead, I guess, in game three. Like really like started it. He's swinging good. At this date, July 4th, last year and this year, he has the like basic, the same amount of home runs and RBIs. So hopefully he heats up with the weather like people have been saying forever. And then we get a really warm October and win the World Series off Giancarlo Stans hitting a lot of home runs. He's been good. Uh, they, it seems like him and Judge both found that short porch. Like, oh, yeah, it is. It's true. It is easy because this Brave series was full of short porch home runs. But Stanton, dude, looks good. Yeah, and this series did have a lot of short porches. You do wonder if it's we're getting into July and it's the heat of baseball or if that was just a fluky series. But, yeah, the short porch was <laughs> all over this series. All over it. So I get all of, it was all over this series, John. <coughs> John Carlos Stan has now gotten Pride of the Yankees four of the last five episodes, and he's got four, five, six, seven Pride of the Yankees on the season. That might be the most. You're starting to see Giancarlo's eyes light up when he hits that like clear fly ball out home run. <laughs> yeah, he did that. He he he, yeah. he on July fourth he hit it and it was a wall scraper, but he's he just was like, Yep, got it. Yeah, he's he's he totally went from like <laughs> surprise and shock to now he's like, Yeah, this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. I just hit home runs over there. <laughs> it's pretty cool that he changed his approach. Like he says, yeah, I tried. My goal was to go more short porch. Good, that's smart. Who's your pride? Of, who's your pride of the Yankees? That's smart. My pride of the Yankees is um, between. I'm between three guys, Jim. I'm trying to your, think what's your dream. Important. You know, ooh, was that is that a little dig? That was a gay joke. Okay. I I will take your gay job. You know what? Okay. My pride of the Yankees is going to be Aaron Judge. We'll we'll do the big guys this week. Ooh, the big guys, the Bash Brothers, the cruising, bruising, brewsome of home run runs. Well, is so they've got some cool nicknames. Like have you and I ever had a nickname that like lumped the two of us together? Yeah, the um what was it? Bergrusome Tusum? Bergrusome Tusum. Yeah. Because we're just short, gross little guys. Yeah. That's kind of tough. The gremlin dudes. Gremlin guys. Gremlin guys. <laughs> that's, that's not cool. My pride of the Yankees is Aaron Judge. 333, 467 OBP. Uh, two homers. I forget if I said that. Four runs. And, yeah, like I mentioned in my burn, he welcomed to the Braves in that first inning, which must have been – there's, there's a little mental baseball stuff here. Like, oh, we're the young upstart Braves. We're coming in to face the Yankees. Okay, there's Aaron Judge. Hey, how are you? But um, I think it's more so importantly, all those runners in scoring position problems and stuff. If 
if Judge and Stanton are both hitting two home runs a series, that eliminates a lot of problems. Um, so, sorry those guys aren't slapping more doubles, but they, they hit home runs instead. And the reason that I picked him more so is because, like you said, with Stanton doing it, with both those monsters in the middle of a lineup, it, it's tough for a team to get through a three-game regular season series because they start getting worried about burning arms. If one of their sis- pitchers get listed, hashtag Sean Newcomb, then you could they the team really finds himself up against the wall for that set. So, um, and it just needs to be mentioned that he's really good sometimes because we overlook that. And it kind of made me mad that Giancarlo had so many. So, pride of the Yankees. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. Now we're- I know I'm mad Giancarlo had so many. That oh, that he had so many pride of the Yankees. He had more than Judge, which is messed up. You think he's got more than Judge? I said he's got seven so far. Judge has one. Two, three, four. This is his fifth. Yeah, Stan's got See? more than Judge. It's messed up. We've just we've kind of I don't want to say whitewashed our brains because that's kind of a scary and not real phrase, but it would, it just gets ignored. Judge just keeps rolling. We say this every other episode, like, oh, Aaron Judge did really good again. Yep, he did. He did do really good again. Do you have anything to say on the Judge? Not robbing that home run, like he gave a really good effort. He didn't. Get- it's a hard conversation to have because me and my dad both looked at each other like, "Ugh, he could have caught that." I mean, you want that so bad. Eleventh inning. It's difference between he could have caught that and he should have caught that, and it's a really fine line in that one catch situation because if he catches it, he just robbed the go ahead game, go ahead home run. That's a fantastic play. I often say you can't depend on highlight real plays. Like if a guy messes up a play that would be on a highlight reel, you can't get upset with him for not catching it because right. because the fact that it would be a highlight reel play means it's not ordinary. And you can't depend on people to make unordinary plays all the time. But that but that one, it is really a tough pill to swallow right away. Like, oh, I think he could have got that. Definitely could have. Should he have? I don't know. Yeah, he, he could have. I don't I don't think he should have. I don't think that's that's fair at all. He he gave it a really good effort. He was there, it just it didn't happen. And you know, I mean, judges judges the guy that's he's already earned enough that he shows he's gonna work on things that I mean that's not even something you can really fully work on. <laughs> it's something that in that moment, you practice that a hundred times. Even if you do, maybe ten out of a hundred, you get it, and it feels incredible. So I don't know. I'm I'm not burning him for it. Would have been would have been awesome. Would have been awesome. <laughs> but All right, now we go. Our next award is called the Yankee Motherfucker. Ooh. I was just scrambling my brain to try and find who I want this to be. Um. Glaber for getting hurt. Can't really could do go, that. Could go that route. A little rude. Um, I want to do it. I want to do a guy, but it's rude. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole award's kind of rude. I'm going Brandon Drury. Okay. Thought about it. You thought about it? Okay. I don't feel yeah. that bad anymore then. I mean, hey, man, you're litting up AAA. You were actually in a little slide at AAA. You got called up. What do you got? One hit since he got called up, and it was in garbage time versus the back of the Red Sox bullpen. And in this series, only five at-bats, but 0 for 5, did have an RBI walk. Congrats. 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wanted Drury to come up and be a little bit of a spark. Like, oh, yeah, we have been missing Drury. I didn't think he was going to get everyday playing time. And, they, and people, some people are shocked. Why'd you bring Drury up if he's not going to play? Well, obviously, he wasn't going to start every game. Like, I don't know why people thought he was. But, I don't know. It's very early. And I'm not really mad at anyone. So, this is a very light Yankee motherfucker. I don't really care. Drury can have three hits tomorrow. And it's like, okay, good. Cool. Drury's here. But, uh. I was excited, and it, it's kind of been like, eh. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to track the time while Glaber's gone a little bit because I was I was just thinking about it. If Neil Walker has a good stretch coming up, a good ten day stretch or whatever it may be, it's interesting the whole he's not a good bench player, but like he still could be a solid starter because again he could be he could start at three positions for this team. Um, if he does well and he would be a lefty bat at it, um, well switch, but he's better from the left side. So some, something to watch. Yeah. Drury, give, give us a little something. We love you. Love you. It sucked his first game back. What's, what's that? <laughs> his first game back. Sonny gets rocked. He didn't get like, I thought Yankee stadium was going to give him like a big warm welcome that he was back. Like, yeah, I don't no. know you got hurt. That was a tough break, but they got shell shocked by the socks. So everyone was like, <laughs> All right, you want a round of applause? Hit a home run or something, yeah, Drury. It's true. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Who's your Yankee motherfucker? Herman. Like a band. Oh, I like should have done Herman. I should have done Herman. Uh, Damn it. Well, Herman gets a little bonus one from you, which is rude. Um, I'm I'm gonna punt mine a little bit, but I'm gonna do Adam Warren. I I hyped him up a little bit. His ERA was in the ones. I was joking that this guy deserves more love, and then we saw a classic. Hey. You know, Warren, we we really don't want to let these guys – we blew the game last night. Now if we blow this one, we there's two games we should have won that we've lost to these quote-unquote upstart Braves. That would have been brutal. Um, he got touched up. When Warren's not good, it, it looks a lot worse than the other guys in the pen. So, Adam Warren, Domingo, you get a half, half MF from both of us. I saw Adam Warren give up that home run from the legend seats. It looked pretty cool. Well, then Stanton, like, played it weird, and then Stanton caught the next one. Had to do a little concussion test. Yeah. Passed, maybe. They Some... they um, they um asked Giancarlo in the postgame, what is the concussion test like? What is he asking you and stuff like that? Giancarlo said, oh, you know, uh, how many outs, what game it is, who we're playing, stuff like that. My question to you. I've never been concussion tested. I don't think I could hold back from making jokes. Making jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Who are we playing? Braves. What score? Six nothing. What year is it? Two thousand seventeen. What team are you on? <laughs> Marlins. No. See, I think I think that's what you're shit. Got knocked back to last year. <laughs> you go. I would go there. I'd be like accurate. I'd be like, yeah, it's you know, it's two one count. There's two outs. Six nothing. <laughs> the year seventeen twenty two. Whoa. Whoa. Way off. <laughs> You're out. <laughs> this guy's concussed. <laughs> <laughs> got to report it to Boone. So what happened? What happened? He got everything right except he was four hundred years <laughs> off. Okay, so you left them. <laughs> um, all right, let's go to regular old awards. 
which are brought to you by uh, Jake Sucks Foundation, which is a foundation that no. just – Okay, sorry. I'm going to uh, give my first award goes to the – Hey, how about that award? Oh, another good Jimmy award there. You mean it? That's a timeless one, yeah. Hey, how about that? Because the Kyle Higashioka. Nice. Three hits, three home runs, which is fun. His slugging percentage is probably high. His average is still dog shit. But how about that, man? He gets to start, four starts in a row because they're baby and Romine, which they should. I think they should. And he comes through. Uh, John Sterling's call for him is Higashioka, the home run stroka. Saw some tweets saying now it's time to trade Algari because we have power with Higgsy, which right you know, we got our we have our two guys with Higgy and Roma and Roma. Yeah. So, um, it, no, you. I think what you were hinting around before, and you said it best, was like this would be a real problem if Romine is a little nicked up and Higashioka still couldn't get his first major league hit. Yeah. And yeah, you're either pulling people off the street or you're pulling guys who aren't major league baseball players to come in, and that's why catcher's such a huge position. you got to deal with the pitchers and all that. You could really put yourself in a tight spot. So Higgy letting Romine get healthy is big, and Higgy showing that he can do major league things is pretty big. So I think this is Romine's last year with the Yankees. He's going to be a free agent. And as much as they love him, I really don't see them re-signing Romine. I mean, you just never know how free agency is going to play out. I'm not going to say no. But if Higgsy shows himself that he can, hey, he actually do some stuff, maybe he's the backup next year for Gary. Could be. Maybe maybe all three come back. Maybe two. Well, we'll see. Um, but cool. I wonder how much longer this Higgsy starts while Romine rests less. I think it's going to be the end of it. I think Romine's going to start July tomorrow, July 6th. Well, I don't know. That's just a think. You know. Three home runs, pretty fun though. John Sterling's home run call, way fun. Yeah, that cracked me up. It's great for him. It's great for him. Well, I mean, no one else is going to say that. No. The only home run call I dislike is Giancarlos because I can't say it. Sans poire, moi, blah blah. Yeah, I saw. I saw Kay try to do it because it was his birthday. John Sterling's 80th birthday. Happy 80th. Yep. That was actually a cool moment, Kay doing Sterling's call. I liked that. Yeah. Did you see? Nice. Did you see the story about Susan Wallman's vest? Yeah, the American flag. Yeah. yeah. Susan Wallman is a clear. I tweeted this out. I used to like think she was bad or knock on her, or, like her voice sucked, or or just make the same jokes everyone makes over and over and over again because it's Susan Wallman and people just like like to rip on her. When I was younger, I just fall in line and start ripping on her. After we talked to her and like just like listen to her. She is living her dream life, like, and is just like the happiest person. So I am fully team Susan Waldman now these days. Also team Susan. I I've tuned into the radio a few times, and yeah, she's she's great on the radio. Yeah, tough voice, but like the sound of her voice. But Michael K also has a tough voice for like your. It's not buttery voice. So right, Yankees. They're not voicist. How would you describe my voice? Hmm. Say the quick brown fox jumped over the sleeping dog. The quick brown fox jumped over the sleeping dog, which isn't 
how that goes, by the way. But I wanted to say it back properly. I would say you have a youthful, joyous, unprofessional voice. Okay. Nice. Nice. Okay. How would you describe my voice? Say cheery. The worst. I'll take it. Okay. All right. Let's go to awards. You're up. I'm going to give the Are You My Daddy Award. Ooh. I hate it. Wow. You're, you've been doing the Are You My Dad, Call Me Dad stuff for so long, Jake, that yeah. maybe I'll let you grandfather in. But all the young kids now do it. We're like, oh, dad. They call like Romine dad. And I right. can't stand it. I think it's the most cringy thing in the world. Well, you're going to be uncringed in a second because it's not on that level. Okay. Is this, a Bernie, you know, is this a Bernie Williams award? Did he play a concert near you or something? We're tiptoeing around dangerous areas, Jim. Oh, wow. Hicks. Is he Hicks your dad? Yeah. See, I told you you were going to kind of like it. He's a fabulous. I, I I'll, I'll give old Justin Diamond a shout out. Justin tweeted out a picture of Bernie at the stadium, and he just had that. He had the beautiful, like, follow Bernie follow through on his swing. He was hitting like 320. He had 14 homers, 52 RBIs, probably around mid year. Just reminded me how much I love Bernie. And dude, Hixie's been going nut job these past couple series. He's up to, what is he, 259, 354 OBP. Um, he's got what, 14 homers, 15 homers, 40 RBI. Again, we, we, we've started talking about going back through the player projection profiles we did before the year. If we told us these were the numbers Hicks was going to be giving us, I think we'd be pretty stoked. Um, and talk about another guy falling in love with the short porch. Hicks, he found it, and he looks – I know it's easy to say – I've said this a few times. If someone's in a hot streak, it's easy to say they look comfortable. But he really does. Going oppo when he's batting righty um, – Oppo in straight center when he's batting righty is really impressive. He's been doing that. And so, yeah, that's why, as you well know, Bernie Williams is my father to a degree. Um, and the, it's been kind of what hurts me about Hicks. Hicks is switch. He's like, he's a lot less contact, Bernie Williams, but with like a much better arm if I was into that kind of thing. But I just, I can't fall in love with Hicks, but he's playing great and he deserves an award. So. Good job, Aaron. Nice. Good job, Aaron. Good job, Aaron. I tweeted out. I tweeted out like, oh, I can't. I, I'm so happy Hicks proved me right. I'd never had any doubts. This is the best thing ever. I. It feels so good to be 100% right about a guy. And people still couldn't pick up the sarcasm in it. Yeah. It's just Twitter sucks sometimes. Most people, yeah. I would say most people that follow me, could and complete or that didn't completely understand it so but a majority didn't they're like oh yeah okay dude you're full of shit <laughs> yeah i am yeah yeah you dummy you absolute fool all right i wanted to go give this my next award to one person but he gets a lot of awards so i'm gonna pivot to someone that doesn't get a lot of awards and it's gonna be the who are you award because i think that's what's said to him most when he comes and goes in the clubhouse and it's AJ Cole. Hey, who are you? Who are you? Where did we trade for you from again? And how long have you been on this team? 
That's what Chapman says to AJ Cole in the bullpen. Like Cole, and Cole walked back from his happy's been just talking to everyone. Yeah, he's just so happy. Cole walks back into the bullpen. Chapman's like, "No, nah, man, Braves bullpen's down there." No, dude, the that's where the Braves are. AJ, or no, even more funny if that was like Chapman's go-to joke. Just every time a new player comes in. <laughs> if you have a go-to joke and it's bad, but you go to it relentlessly, it becomes a good joke. Yeah. That's how humor works. Exactly. Okay. Well, uh, AJ Cole, I think he did pretty poorly in his two starts in the minors. I think he, I think I saw some bad numbers. They threw him down for a fan. They phantom DL'd him for Luis Sessa's spot start. And I tweeted out, oh, AJ Cole's lashing out about that right now. He went 1.2 innings. He came into a mess, got out of it. One hit, zero earned runs, four strikeouts out of the six outs he got. No, out of the five outs he got, four of them were strikeouts. Came right back into the swing of things and did good. He's now at, what, 11-point-something pitches, zero earned runs. A guy we traded nothing for from the Nationals because they DFA'd him. They picked him up. The Phantom DL seems really messed up now for Luis Sessa. We should should have just had Cole spot start that game. I don't know. How, yeah, when, I don't know how stretched out Cole, he is. When's Cole going to draw a start? It, 14, 14.2 innings with the Yankees, 19 strikeouts, only one earned run. He's got a .61 ERA, .89 whip, so it's not super fluky. I don't know if he's stretched um, out, but, yeah, Phantom DL sounds messed up. Maybe that should have been the name of the award. Phantom DL, <laughs> my ass. <laughs> but – Cole's good. And I don't know if he's even good. He's doing you good. You don't know. He's doing good for what he's been told. What that's, he's been told kinda... to do, he's doing everything well. It's kind of like when you work at a job and you have this, like, shitty employee and, you, like, you just know they'll never get promoted, but they just do everything they do so good. But, like, yeah, but you can't be a manager, dude. You're really good on the floor. You're really good at yeah. greeting the customers. You're really good at being a salesperson. You're so chipper and friendly. But, like, you just don't have it in you to be a manager. That's what it feels like with Cole. Tough, man. That was rude. Yeah. See, I'm going to go more so like like we talked about Cole's bonus points at this at this point, what he's doing in the bullpen. I think they just they let it ride for the season. You tell them don't start. If you could keep doing that out of the bullpen, cool. And then maybe you can get a starting job next year. But for the rest of the year, kind of, hey, man. Just do if you're gonna keep doing the good like this, do it. Um, all right, your next award, and that's uh, the rest of the show, and then we'll, we'll do our closing thoughts. Well, that's the rest of the show. That's the rest of the show. The closing thoughts. Um, I'm going to give the. Uh, who am I going to give it to, Jim? I've got two that jump out. Do you want to know who else is on my list of people that should have got awards? There was only one other player. I gave my award. You gave – I had five guys written down. I gave Stanton – yeah, whatever. CC and um, that's the only guy I got left that didn't get an award. I thought about giving it to CC. I, I called him the Trill Man on the Hill. Trill's not Bay Area, is it? I think so. Is that like – Atlanta? No idea. Trill. I think Trill's Atlanta. So maybe that's why I used it for the Atlanta series. Um, 
Let's give the uh, you know what I'll I'll give you a low key slap on the ass. How about the the spit it out? I'm st- I'm still really good. Award. What was it? I affect the game in a lot of ways. Award. Ooh, this sounds like most improved. No, it sounds like a. It sounds like an award you actually don't want to win. Kind of, but this person would want to wear win it. Oh, we giving Guardy love. Yeah, I'm going to give Guardy love because, like you noted, this this really wasn't a great uh, Yankee MFR lineup. Not a lot of guys stood out when you're actually looking at the stats and stuff. Guardy went one for 11, but he had four walks, so he had a 333 OBP. So even in a series where Guardy couldn't put the bat on the ball, his defense, getting on base, he was still doing Guardy things. The Clint people have been kind of silent on Twitter for a little bit, and I – that Boston series, you're kind of right. Guardy fully entrenched himself to the fact that if he rides it out and he he's a staple of this team for the rest of the year, there's going to be big talks about bringing him back, which I, I think a lot of Yankee fans already kind of wrote off. So I figure I'd give Guardy some love. I've, I've given CC love recently. He's, he's cruising and doing great, so... There you go. I'll give your boy Brett some love. Well, his also when he went home on that pass ball, that turned out to be that was the yeah. that was the sixth run, and until Giancarlo hit the insurance home run, it was six to five. So that was big. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. How about uh, Newcomb just completely not being able to throw the ball? Walked in two runs. Uh, bad look. University of Hartford, Jim. You Hart. You ha. Go Hawks. I went to University of Hartford for one semester. Is there four colleges. Four different colleges, yeah. Okay. I was thinking about that today. I went to I just, Son- okay. Sonoma State University. Go Seawolves. I went to Las Positas Community College because my parents moved away. I lived with my little sister while she finished high school in a Marriott residence inn for one half for one semester. Then we moved to Connecticut. I went to Uha for one semester. Didn't like it one bit. Didn't like it one bit. And Jake... You and your friends were at Central, and I would just go to visit you guys every weekend. I was like, oh, I'll just go here. Went to Central Connecticut State University, which should just be called Connecticut State, but they really botched that. You're getting it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I just say I went to Central. What about Beer Ball Friday? Beer Ball Buff Friday. (laughs) Beer Ball Buff Friday Friday was when we would get a beer ball, which is like a keg, but it's just a big rubber ball filled with beer, and we'd get Bud Heavy, and then (laughs) 10 guys would sit around in a 10 by 10 dorm room, drink uh, a beer ball and then fight each other because well, what the <laughs> fuck else are you going to do? We didn't fight each other. Did we? No, nah, I don't think we did. No. Maybe Ken. What would we do on beer ball Friday? Did we go to a house or anything? No, man. We just get a beer ball and sit in the dorm and drink a beer ball. Yeah, it's pretty nice, huh? It's still, we didn't start having fun until we went off campus, really. <laughs> You're saying beer ball but Friday wasn't fun? It was fun, but it's hard to convince a listener it was fun. <laughs> it's hard, hard, to, hard to say it's traditional fun. Um, yeah, I thought that might be a fun note to, <laughs> to wrap up on. All right, that's what the end we- of it. This is, what, this is what we need to end it on. We're going to do a contest for ratings and reviews because we've stalled um, ratings and reviews, and those help us, so we need to get some more of those on the podcast app. But well, we're going to try and do a contest for that, so just be ready for that. We'll workshop it. Jake's coming to town July 31st, and we're going to try and go yeah. to a game. I'm thinking we need to get 
tickets. Some people have asked me what section we're going to sit in. We're trying to figure that, that out as well because we might have inns. We might have inns to really nice seats, so then we're going to sit there. But even if we do that, I'd love to meet really early at Billy's or Stan's, or I like being there for batting practice. Maybe we just all hang out in right field. Whoever wants to come meet up, say hi, get tickets, come say hi. July 31st versus the Orioles, I believe. We'll let you know what section we're sitting in once we figure that out. But, yeah, if anyone wants to come hang out at a game with both of us, this is rare that Jake will be in town and I'll be in town at the same time. But that's something else. Another note, if you're bored on this July 5th, maybe you got the off day, maybe you're a college kid on break or a high school kid on summer break, our last episode of Laughs from the Past is one of the more – it's a sports story this time. It's the, it's the men's marathon from 1904, which is – the biggest cast of characters and things that should not happen during a marathon, Olympic marathon happened wild. People took naps in the middle of it. People got poisoned by apples in the middle of it. People stole from cars. Some people got chased off by dogs. The winner was a cheater. So then he got revoked. It's the wildest story. So that's our other podcast laughs from the past uh, in which I tell Jake a story from history. And then we just talk about it. A funny, weird story from history. If you like sports, which I'm guessing you like sports because you're listening to this podcast, that would be a good episode to go check out. Uh, That's about it. That's the end of the episode. Go Yankees, go Yankees, go Yankees. (coughs) I have no idea who we play next. Who do we play next? We play Toronto. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This is – and then doubleheader Monday. This was the series that was going to be ESPN night game Sunday, but we fought them and they moved it back to 1 o'clock. So we'll be back Sunday with um, our next recap episode of Toronto, who is supposed to be good. Oh, don't count out Toronto. Oh, don't count out Toronto. They may fight with the Red Sox and the Yankees for first place. Don't count out Toronto. And then they fucking suck. And we're all counting them out, and they're trading away their pieces. Gray Gaviglio, Severino, Hap, Herman Baruki. Oh, Hap, pitching for a tryout with the Yanks. Maybe we do a whole episode, Jake, about trade talks mid-July or like is th- second week of July. Is this J.A. Hap's audition for the Yankees? You know that. You know that that's what everyone's going to be saying. No way. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to go, but I think I'm just going to hang out with you and talk to you, Jake. I like talking to you. Cool, man. End of the episode is now. Go Yankees. Tell them, Grandma. Go Yankees. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you're thinking about giving therapy a try, check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You fill out a questionnaire, they match you with a licensed therapist, and you can switch anytime, no additional charge. So, celebrate the progress that you've already made by visiting BetterHelp.com Yanks today, and you'll get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com Yanks.